0: Hey folks, my name is Ike Morgan and we are Down in Alabama. Now, we're literally Down in Alabama, covering as much news as we can from Lookout Mountain to Mobile Bay. And Down in Alabama is also the name of our show. We spend about three to five minutes daily going over a handful of news and culture stories that are a mix of the top stories and maybe the most overlooked stories and sometimes just the most Alabama stories of the day. Now, there's not a strict definition of what the most Alabama stories of the day are, but you know them when you see them. So y'all come on by and give us a listen and bring a sense of humor because we take the news seriously, but not ourselves. The show is called Down in Alabama and we're available wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. As the novel coronavirus wreaks havoc in Alabama and across the world, these are the stories of those seeking to survive the disease and its economic strain. Frankly, I think the the fear of losing everything for the
0: moment is trumping the fear of what could happen in terms of the pandemic. Now there are people who are still kind of hanging back to see what happens, but I think the people that you see are opening now either have confidence about it or they feel like they don't have a choice they've got to open or
1: they run the risk of losing everything. Today we hear from AL.com reporter William Thornton. He covers business in Alabama and had a pretty busy end of his week when Governor Kay Ivey's stay-at-home order ended at 5 p.m. on Thursday and retail stores across the state were allowed to reopen in hopes of restarting the economy. I talked to Bill about what he saw when he went to a few stores in the Birmingham area once the order lifted. How the state's retail industry feels about taking the next step in the good news and bad news for Alabama's economy as we grind our way through coronavirus. So, Bill, Governor Ivy's stay-at-home order ended at 5 p.m. on Thursday. And in your story, you said a few retailers were ready to welcome back shoppers and a few customers were anxious to return. You were on the scene. Where were you and what did it look like?
0: Well, I was at the summit in Birmingham, and um, there were two stores in particular that were open. One was the South Boutique, which was a ladies' clothing store, and the other one was Mountain High Outfitters. And uh, they're about like you would expect, they're outdoor clothing and uh, equipment. The people who were working seemed very enthusiastic that people were there. You know, you contrast that with the fact that you're at the summit, which is typically a very busy shopping center. But there was virtually nobody open except those two stores and the restaurants that were doing carryouts. So uh, you had cars, you know, kind of going around to see if anybody was actually open. But at the same time, in other parts of the parking lot, you had uh, parents out with their kids on scooters, joggers, people walking, you know, like the place had been closed for six weeks, which is what it had been. But then you had people who were obviously out, wanted to see what was open, stop, come in. At Mountain High Outfitters, they had a guy out front uh, under a tent with a hand sanitizer and uh, wearing a uh, kind of a like a bandana over his face, and to welcome people in and everything. So it was about what you would expect, you know, very kind of put your toe in the water sort of thing for these businesses. But they seemed very enthusiastic about the opportunity to welcome people back, and and the people who were there looked like they were ready that they had been like the rest of us, uh, inside for six weeks or so, and they were ready to just get out and do something different.
1: Yeah, I want to focus on the customer for just one second. I hear this term retail therapy that people use. Do you get a sense that the people of Alabama are in need of retail therapy right now? Well, yeah. I
0: think that most people have more or less understood that concept of retail therapy as it relates to how much retail therapy do you get or satisfaction do you get shopping online as opposed to walking through a store, seeing things that you might not normally see on a screen, you know, having the opportunity to see something that maybe was a surprise. I think in some respects, when people know exactly what they want, they go online, but I think also that being inside for as long as people have been for the most part, they were ready to just, uh, get out and see what was available in, uh, places. Now there are a lot of places that are still not open. A lot of the national chains are still kind of hanging back, uh, in Birmingham. The Galleria is not open yet. Some of the other merchants at the summit still have to announce things. Brookwood Village is closed. So obviously there's some places that are still open or still left to be open. But uh, I think that the people who are coming out are just kind of ready to, in some ways, unwind, find that new normal that everybody's talking about. I did see a lot of people who had masks on and and uh, covering over their face. And I don't sense that they are very nervous about getting
1: out. If they're getting out, I, I think they've overcome whatever nervousness they have. Well, and you touched on this for a second uh, a few minutes ago, but what about the Alabama retail industry? Is there a collective feeling that it's time to reopen now or restart the economy? Or is there more trepidation collectively, I guess, that this might be happening too soon?
0: You have several different competing anxieties, if you will. The first one is that for most retailers, they have been no revenue for six weeks unless they have done curbside service or they have some kind of an online presence. Now, there's not many business models that allow a business to stay open with no revenue. So obviously there are a lot of retailers who want the doors to open at the same time they don't know exactly how many people they can expect to come back. And they're also, you know, they share the same kind of anxieties that other people have in terms of. What am I going to find when I open the doors? How safe is it going to be? How safe will it be for the people coming in? How safe is it going to be for me personally? At the same time, you also have the anxiety of the employees. You have a lot of people who are asking the question of, am I choosing between a paycheck and danger, basically? Then again, I think that the biggest obstacle to finding a new normal is you have to balance the fear that people have of what could happen with the fact that there are a lot of retailers who are you know just scared about the fact that this pandemic hit at a time when you have record unemployment and you know the economy was humming along really well it was actually doing better than had been expected and then this came down with just the force of just an anvil and Now you have 30 million people who've applied for unemployment in the last six weeks, which is you know unprecedented in American history. So there's a lot of things going on here at the same time. And frankly, I think the the fear of losing everything for the moment is trumping the fear of what could happen in terms of the pandemic. Now there are people who are still kind of hanging back to see what happens. But I think the people that you see are opening now either have confidence about it or they feel like they don't have a choice they've got to open or they run the risk of losing everything.
1: Well, and what are some of the precautions that the stores are taking? Are there statewide guidelines that everyone must follow or does it vary from store to store?
0: Of course, there's the guidelines from Governor Ivey's order that say uh, 50% of whatever your maximum occupancy I did see a store today where uh, they were only allowing 10 people in at a time, so there was a line outside, uh, which, I, you know, you wonder how long people will do that. Today was no problem. It was beautiful, sunny day, clear sky. If the weather had been bad, you can make your own conclusions about how long somebody would stand in line to get into a store. Most of the people I saw were wearing masks. Of course, that's now, you know, part of the law in Birmingham for the time being some places were offering hand sanitizer. So, you know, the stores are accommodating. The people seem to be accommodating. If you've been out over the last six weeks, you know, when you go to some stores, you see kind of hit or miss people wearing masks, people not wearing masks, people social distancing, people not social distancing. At least today, what I saw was mostly people maintaining space, uh, wearing those masks and, and trying to make the best of it.
1: Well, and how about the big box retailers, Bill? What's their situation right now? What's holding them back?
0: Probably the, the in some ways, if you say, if you're talking about uh, national chains, it may be the simple fact that most of the country is not open. Now, it's quickly becoming open. I think it's what 15 states are talking about opening things up within the next week or so. So a lot of these national chains may be looking to see what happens. Not every state has the same regulations, so they they're try, might be trying to find their way. They're also waiting to see if there's a spike, maybe. And it, it's the sort of thing that's playing out all over the world, really, where you had these really stringent conditions for the last almost two months in some places. And they're really trying to find their way. You know, this is away from retail, but what is happening in Alabama's automotive factories is being watched because auto companies are now having to start talking about putting their factories online. Mercedes opened up this week. Hyundai is getting ready to open up next week, and so is Honda. So, you know, other companies are starting to look at, okay, how do you do this? How quickly do you do it? How careful are you? What kind of parameters? And I imagine that's probably the same thing going on in uh, other industries as well.
1: Well, so my last thing for you, Bill, you report on Alabama's economy daily. You report on restaurants and businesses that open and the ones that close. There have been more closures, obviously, as of late. And as you just mentioned a minute ago, things are happening now economically that are unprecedented for the country and I'm sure for Alabama, too. Are you sort of able to take a step back and see where things are trending for this state Or are we just in too uncharted territory right now? And are things just too unpredictable to kind of understand on what might happen economically for Alabama, good or bad?
0: Okay, so the bad news there is that really, from an economic standpoint, we are in uncharted waters. You really have not in the modern era had a situation where outdoor activity Retail and a large section of the economy just went to sleep for six weeks for the most part You know restaurants found a way businesses that had an online presence found a way Some of the retailers who were allowed to stay open as essential have had you know a fantastic time But for the most part you've had a lot of inactivity Unemployment furloughs you name it when you look at that picture It's easy to look at that and think to yourself that we are in for a very long haul on this. On the other hand, if you talk to economists, economists will tell you that this is different than other recessions, depressions, whatever, simply because the problem is not inherent in the economy. It is external to the economy. The virus is the reason that everything went to sleep. It's not something that happened internally, like, say, in 2008 when you had the loan crisis in housing, which affected banks, and then construction, and then there was a chain reaction. People are spending less, more people are out of work, and then pretty soon, you know, the whole thing kind of comes crashing down. In this case, what you have is the virus, because of the measures being so stringent and keeping things under wraps, kept people from out, you know, being out, working, spending money, all the things that you need for a fully functioning economy. So the question is going to be, how long does this last? If you have a prolonged slowing down of things, you know, it's going to take a while to build back. When you have retail outlets opening, restaurants opening, other things, you're going to see a lot of these people who have been out of work, rehired, things start again. It won't be back to the level of February 2020, but... There's some genuine reasons for optimism that we could be seeing by the fall, at least something approaching quote normal. Now, a lot of this depends on the virus and how quickly we can keep it under wraps, how quickly we can keep outbreaks from happening again, how it controls consumer confidence, consumer spending, the spending of companies, whether they'll be willing to risk money, banks willing to risk money. But on the whole, if things stay relatively sane there's reason for optimism but you know again the wild card in all this is the virus and the ability of people to maintain this kind of control if we're able to do that we may be surprised at it and i was talking to somebody who runs their own business this week and they were saying to to, to me that One thing that we can look at about what we've been through over the last six weeks is if you can get through this, then you have something, a source of strength that you can call on later on when things are good. If I got through this, I can get through this. And I think that's true, not just for businesses, but also just regular people.
1: Bill, thanks so much. Keep up the great work and get some sleep. (laughs) Thanks. I plan
0: to do that. Hope so for you, too.
1: If you or anyone you know is affected by the coronavirus and want to share your story, please email bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. For all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact Alabama, visit al.com slash coronavirus. If you like the show, please rate us and write a review. Thanks for listening.